Welcome to the Empowered Hour with Empowered Living Inc. This is your girl, Athena, and Renata. Hey, girl. How are you doing? Hey. I'm good. How are you? One day, one day, just trying to get myself together in order before this lovely holiday week that's coming up. Lord Jesus. <laughs> it's so sad. I don't know what to do. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I feel like this year is going so fast. It's just kind of depressing, but nothing I can do about it. Just thankful that I'm here to enjoy it. That's what I'm afraid. Understandable. I mean, it's, I think there are parts of this year that went by fast and parts of this year that did not. Yeah. I could see that. I'm definitely, um, full after of, trying to get myself together because I feel like uh, this year was definitely another learning curve. So 2020 was vision, 2021 was revision, and 2022 is uh, a continuing both of them. But anyway, before we get to girl chatting, um, how was your weekend? My weekend was um, good. It was uh, a mix of busyness, but also relaxing. What about you? I think my was about the same. I think it was like super busy and uh, but it was relaxing all the same time. So I can understand it. Totally can, can relate to it because truthfully, truthfully and honestly yeah, definitely was interesting to say. So, um, <laughs> but you know, it's the holiday season. It's just time to get in gear, whatever that means. So, um, but yeah, so let's see. So because we often struggle with topics and things that we want to talk about because sometimes, and I'll, I'll just say it's me, sometimes I pick a topic that I'm like, why do I want to talk about that? Because it's going to be triggering and it might be um, too much for the time. So I would take a step sometimes to be uh, off the ball or in, for lack of a better word, I, I, not appropriate for the time. So today we decided to do something that we haven't done in a while, which is just literally have a girl's chat about this stuff. And I think for me, this will be good because I get to dump a lot of stuff that has been coming across the screen, I've encountered, just stuff. So I can get it all out because the end of the year is coming. So what better way to get stuff off your chest than get it off your chest right now? So we just <laughs> gonna have a bunch of random conversations. So hopefully I stick and stay with us and joining me during the conversation. Maybe something we say might um, spark something in you. You know, be like, I'm glad they talked about this because she's been on my mind forever. So um, yes. So welcome to my randomness. I'm not gonna say we're not as randomness because I'm just, I, it's mostly me who has all these random thoughts and conversations. So uh, yeah, so let's get to it. So Well, before we get to it, I think we need to let Lady oh, yeah. Jay let everyone know how they can listen to us on all the various platforms that we're on. Yes, yeah, so there's a book and I never can remember them. So Lady Jay, let them know how they can listen to me. If this is your first time tuning into the show or to JQL on radio, and you would like to share with your family, friends, and followers on all the different ways that they can tune in, be sure to tell them to download the JQL on radio app on their Apple or Android devices. You can also listen live to JQL on radio 24 seven, 365 via Amazon Alexa, tune in app, the stream of simple radio app, and a host of other platforms of which you can find located on our website, where you can also listen live at egoentertainmentnet.com. Also, don't forget to follow, like, and share us. We do follow back. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JQLM Radio. You can also connect with Ego Entertainment Network at EgoEntNet, that's E-G-O-E-N-T-N-E-T, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter also. Also, connect with us on LinkedIn at Ego Entertainment Network. And don't forget to subscribe, like, and share our YouTube channel, Ego TV Network at youtube.com forward slash ego tv network 
Girl, that's so much. I, I'm so glad I'll never have to remember that because, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's why. <laughs> It is. It's a a good, good situation to have all those options. So you can't say, I don't have that podcast. I don't listen to that particular platform. You have a ton of options. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of ways to listen and tons of ways to just literally uh, tune in. Even if you find a day that you were like, oh, I missed it. You never miss it because you can go back and listen to it. So take any of those platforms and you can go back and listen to it all day long because you know you love to hear my sexy voice. <laughs> anyway, oh. <laughs> I have to chuckle over that because I hate the sound of my voice sometimes. But anyway, um, let's see. So, what's the first topic of our agenda today of my randomness? Are we going to talk about pain or are we going to talk about something else? Cause well, we can talk about change because initially that was what um, kind of prompted the hodgepodge of conversation. So okay. I'm assuming there was a story behind why you wanted to pick that topic to talk about. Well, yes. It's a couple of things that came up because, okay, so those who know, or maybe a lot of people don't know, Lafayette Square is getting ready to be revamped, changed, redone, like 100%. And I looked at the little snippet they had on Fox 59 about what it was. And my daughter and I kind of had this conversation because we live near Lafayette Square. Um, we can technically see Lafayette Square if we come out a little bit from their housing edition and go a little to the left. So we can see it um, from where we are. And this topic came up because she was like, is it even going to be a mall anymore? And I was like, from that video, it almost seems like it's not considered a mall. It's going to be like some epicenter for stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is a lot. And then, of course, the topic came up. Oh, it seems so multicultural. Does it seem like it's going to have any ethnicity in it that resembles us? And I was like, I have no idea. So this is where this change came up. Because, I mean, of course, everybody knows the west side of Indianapolis has gotten um, a lot less love than some other areas. Um, a lot of businesses do not stay on 38th Street or 38th Street. Um, heck, East 38th Street for that matter, but a lot less are on West 38th And 38th Street is like the main thing, like thing here for the city. Because if you think about it, you can go from the west side to the east side pretty far just on 38th Street without having to turn. And, and go too far off and beer. And it's like one of the one streets you can go from this side to that side and not have to literally take beer off. You can go straight up that street and get east pretty quickly. Um, and nothing stays. And you would think for such a busy thoroughfare that it would be like more um, taken care of or it'd be more love because everybody used 38th Street for something. People coming to town for um, the race, um, people coming to the, into town for different reasons, and they usually come on this side or come through one part of 38th Street, whether it be east or west, at one point. But now it's becoming so unrecognizable. It's it's not that it's a bad change, but it's like over here, I'm noticing it's very multicultural. And it is a lot of African culture over here. But as far as um, African-American culture, I don't know. I don't see as much of that. And I mean, I know African culture and African-American culture and it's fine, but it's like at the same time, like are we native, the people who are native to this country, are we being represented in all these things? Um, because, I mean, of course, you got the African heritage, you got the um, Indian, um, you got the Mexican, all these heritage are being represented in a lot of these multicultural centers. But are any of the actual people who are native to this country being represented? And that was a conversation my daughter and I had. And that was one of the reasons that this topic of change came up because it was like, 
will this be a recognizable place mm-hmm. for those who live and grown up in this area? Because, you know, for me, I I know we've both grown up in, you know, a certain radius of this area for a long time. Like, we've been over here almost, yeah, all our lives. I can say all our lives because we've been, you know, so many miles this way and so many miles that way. But we've all, always been within this northwest side, central spot. And the fact that the Indiana Lighting Company is about to close was like, that's childhood right there because <laughs> you couldn't go through 38 from Lafayette Road and not see the Indiana Lighting Center. And in fact, that's going or about to be going. Um, it's like, hey, this area is going to be unrecognizable to somebody who comes back in town who has not been here forever. I don't know, but I'm going to set up so you can chime in. But that's one thing that prompts this conversation. So for you, are you saying that ultimately you're just struggling with all the changes that are going on in an area that you're so used to and familiar with? I'm not necessarily struggling with it. I think it, it will be good because this area has gotten so run down. And I think part of the problem with property and property taxes over here, like um, the property value, people don't deem this as a a profitable area, but it's slowly creeping up because I can tell because of the increase in my property tax. But now I'm like, oh shoot, if this does well over there, then my property tax is going to go through the roof. It, it may or may not. I mean, because I'm literally on the other side of the highway from Lafayette and, and a lot of these developments that are going on. But, um, but sometimes being separated by the highway can help or hurt your property. So for me, I like to change, but I just want to make sure that when everybody else is being represented, you still remember the people who have been native um, to this area or, you know, you still represent. Because like I said, I, I mean, even when the multicultural place was over here off of Commercial Drive, like when you go in there, they had a lot dedicated to African heritage. Well, I, I mean, yes, maybe my ancestors are some African, but that's not my 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 general roots, my second or third generation back, they were here. You know, they were that generation of my family was from what is now the United States. So it's like, are we as United States natives being represented in all of these things? And that's what I want. I wonder and want to see. You know, because even though our culture is, what's um, the lack of a better word? I I don't know how to say nicely but our cultures are not um our culture is kind of watered down from african culture because we lost a lot of that in slavery years and a lot of times and a lot of us are native americans um have that intertwined in there and we don't sell you know we don't know how to celebrate those things but it's like for those of us who are actually in native united states like we don't know that part of our history we only know what we grew up with um, in this era. Like, you know, I only know my grandparents living off of 32nd Harding, which used to be a swampland, which um, right across the creek from them was a white-only uh, amusement park, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. those types of things, um, I want us not to forget the heritage behind that. That's that's my thing. With all the developments, with all the changes, with all the things that are going on, I don't want that to keep getting lost in translation. Because me being my age, I didn't know half the stuff about the area I grew up in until I got to be a full-fledged adult. Like, my grandparents told me stories, but to actually hear, like, and see pictures and, and to see all that, I didn't get to see that until probably, what, 15, maybe, not 15 years ago, maybe about 10 years ago. I finally mm-hmm. see pictures of that and see like how that was and, and hear the story even of Indiana Avenue in its raw state, like not just IUPUI taking over that area, but and not, you know, and knowing that Indiana Avenue was the the black mechanism or the black Wall Street, I knew that, but I didn't know like all the shadiness that went on to taking over that area or all the things that went on to where when the land was developed by us um, being, Af- being you know, African-American people, we developed it 
And then next thing you know, as usual, here comes someone else like, oh, you turned this around. Let me take you something. So that's mm-hmm. the type of stuff I don't want to get lost in all this change and all this um, diversifying and all this thing because or gentrification because that's that's the part that I want to make sure safe and I don't know how to make sure they safe but I definitely want to figure out a way to make sure that part doesn't get lost in history because we all know certain things get lost in history certain things get um talk don't get talked about as much as certain things don't make um, a statement so I definitely want to make sure that that is something that we get to adhere to so we're going to take a quick break um, and then we'll be right back with more of this conversation on this general girl talk stay tuned this is Kiki Wyatt and you're tuned in to JQLM radio okay there. If you can hear my voice, this is Pamela, host of Hospital the Tea, here to remind you that Ego Entertainment Network has a lot for your business. Listen, honey, you need to get with it. Ego Entertainment offers various services, media coverage, red carpet services, promo interviews on air. They offer meet and greet services, honey, not to mention other event services. You want to get in gear. Ego Entertainment is empowered, greatness optimized. We're now booking and spots are going fast. Ego serves the United States and all event types, honey. So if you are opening a business, having a store opening, a restaurant opening, and you want some coverage, Ego Entertainment is the way to go. Call or text 317-886-0296 or go to egoentertainmentnet.com. Okay, so we are back. And we're talking in general, having a girl talk, and just basically talking in general about stuff. Stuff that's been all on my brain. So, And I've been talking a lot, so I'm going to let Renata take over for a second. But I don't know. When- <laughs> <laughs> but... With me saying all of that, how does that make you feel? How do you feel about that? Um, I guess I would say um, I have mixed feelings um, for a couple of reasons. I guess I have mixed feelings. Um, so kind of like some of the historical things that you mentioned about um, areas that we grew up in, just Indiana's history. I think because some of that history I knew just from a host of reasons why I knew, we'll just say that. Um, so, I mean, I, I recognize that it's just with history in general, it's easy to put out there what you want people to know and hide what you don't want others to see. Um, so I think that is important to make sure that um, history is told. Um, but I also think it's important to not just depend on others to tell you the history i think we have to make sure we do a good job at learning history ourselves because it's easy like i said for people to kind of spoon feed you on what they think is best for you to know um we've seen that historically with how things go about in the world so i think i think you have a valid point but i also don't want people to feel like you know i don't have to put in the work to learn these things um because i think that that's an easy trap to fall into. So, sorry, it was short and sweet. <laughs> I want you to have your thoughts time just as much as I have mine. But, um, <laughs> so, when you want people, when you say you want people to have that information, do you feel like um, we should automatically research, or do you think we should have it all readily available, like? some cultures are having their things readily available. Like from looking at the, the and if and I encourage anybody who has not seen the excerpts from um Fox 59 about what's going on over here and um Square and seeing what they're talking about doing. I encourage you to go watch that clip and investigate and look into it a little deeper yourself. See 
if that's something you agree with or, or don't. Because if you don't agree with it, we we got a short, probably a very very small window to say something to get some things in there that would represent um, multiple cultures. But um, do you feel like that's something that people should have to look for or should have readily available? Because if this place becomes what it sounds like, it sounds like it's going to have a lot of cultural things in there, but not necessarily representing every culture. And maybe I'm looking at it wrong, but I don't know. Did you get that from that video of what's going on the Square? There's only going to be centered towards some things of the world, but not necessarily of Indiana or history of the surrounding area. Um, I won't say that's what I got from it. Um, I think I'm just kind of curious to see what comes comes of it because the reality is there are a lot of various populations moving into Indiana. So no, it may not look how it did when we grew up. Um, but I, I think that I'm curious to see how they kind of go about doing everything because there is the potential for this to be a really amazing thing. Um, so I'm curious to see what that looks like um, before I say, you know, that's messed up. You forgot us. Whatever, whatever. So, so do I don't you know. what you say? So do you think that um, if if you went over there and you saw that it wasn't representing um, the culture here in Indiana as far as Black culture for, or even, I would just say culture here in Indiana, you know, I won't go Black or White, but do you think you would speak up and say something? Or do you think you would sit back and just let it happen? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know. And I say that because, I mean, the reality is there are quite a few places now that don't always um, meet that need. And I don't always have something to say, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I have to spend my money there either. Um, so I, for me, it would just, I don't know. I guess it would depend. It's hard for me to say right now. What about you? Yeah, it's definitely hard for me to say right now to decide to see what, what will happen. Um, and also, you know, like you said, I don't have to spend my money places. I don't have to patronize those, those, those places. So um, definitely, I'm curious to see what happens um, or what is going in there. Because the way it sounds, it sounds like it could be fun. But I, I hope the developers um, take serious um, what they're doing and they don't do like a lot of people do um, that I've seen in the city. They build something, they get it going, and then it kind of falls off um, because we've lost a lot of good places here um, because either um, somebody didn't do something in the background or I really still never figured out what happened to the main event um, and why that went under because that was a good concept to me. Um, I love that mm -hmm. because it was a big place. It was a, it was a place to do a lot of things and, um, and what was the other one called? It was another one that was over there that's where the uh, it's over in that same area. It used to be over there. Um, oh, dang. The place where you can go play games and everything yet? Um, uh, I can't remember the name of it. But there, I mean, but places like that, like stuff like that, I hate to see stuff like that close. I know people say, you know, people don't support it. People don't support it. But it's like, what was the, what was the thing that turned people off? You know, you got to find out what's turning people off and if you can fix it because I know sometimes like even with my favorite spot downtown um what was it called where we go watch the movie and eat before a studio uh, um, <sighs> Hollywood Barn film thank you Hollywood that was my spot and I know a lot of people loved that spot and a lot of us went but I know there was a turning point where people stopped going downtown because either the policing was too much and certain groups were police power, or there were um, other issues like with um, cars 
you know, I'm broken into or things like that. So a lot of people just stop going down there because of also our homeless population was sometimes harassing them. So I know some people were upset about that, but that was something that I thought was, you know, I never had a problem in me personally. The food was always good, my drinks good, everything's good. But that unfortunately went away. So as long as we're supporting and and the developers are listening to feedback from people from all cultures, all um, all races, breeds, colors, everything. You know, as long as they're listening to people, I think it'll be you know, hopefully it'll it'll be good and stay. Because, you know, Lafayette Square back in the day was the spot to go to. And then all of a sudden, crime, all of a sudden, racial profiling, all of a sudden, a lot of things took that mall down to where people, excuse me, didn't want to go there. Businesses didn't want to stay there. And if people aren't paying attention to what's happening and why people are moving out of there, why people are not staying, then we're going to have a huge, expensive development sitting still yet again empty being another obstacle of the city so i don't know we'll just have to see i'll be very curious to see what that looks like so i guess for you <clears throat> would you say in general how do you think you do with change me and change i I think I do well with change. I think for me, change is one of those things that I adapt to. And I try to do what I can with it. Um, just because I know that change is going to happen. Things are going to change. People are going to change. Life is going to change. So <clears throat> because I've had to do with change so much, it's like, I know I need to get on with get on. It just needs to happen. But do I love it? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I love change. Um, you know, getting out of a bad situation or getting into a good situation. Those good and bad changes sometimes can be great. But um, I feel like I adapt to them pretty well. Um, some things are harder to adapt to. But overall, I think change is something that happens daily. So I just I just need to keep it moving and make it do what it is. What about you? I would say for the most part I feel like I do okay with change. Um I think it I would say I tend to struggle sometimes when I feel like um I think it depends on the topic. And I think it depends on um, at what level do I need to be stretched. Um, in general, I welcome that stretching because I know that that's important in the process of growing and becoming a better human. Um, so I welcome it from that standpoint, but I don't always, I won't say it's always my favorite thing in the world um, to do it sometimes. But I, I like the beauty of being able to change and shift and being able to grow because um, I can think of quite a few times where I was forced to change some things and it's worked out for the better at the time it didn't feel that way but it did ultimately and it was what I needed yeah I can feel that because I mean in general who likes to especially if it's uncomfortable who wants to go to something that's uncomfortable. Nobody wants to wake up in the morning and say, I feel like changing and being really uncomfortable today. But, you know, it's it's good. I, and sometimes it's, it's painful. Sometimes it's not. But I think for me, you know, change is always um, something that is going to happen. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to adapt. You know, you're going to have to be um, flexible. And I I can say there I've had points in my life where change was so heartbreaking that um, it debilitated me for a moment. But then after a while, I got you know on my feet per se and, and got together and it's like okay, you got this. <laughs> you got this. This change is gonna be me. It's a new uncharted territory, and you can do it. You know, you're going to survive this. And if I can survive. Before the change, I can survive that. 
fair. I mean, I guess, uh, oh, sorry, I was thinking the first, the, I guess the change that pops in my head is just the whole me deciding not to be uh, <clears throat> a preliminary, uh, not a preliminary, OBGYN. So, okay. I mean, that was a, that was a, uh, that was a big change, but it was a change that was definitely needed. Um, I didn't want it at the time, but I definitely see the benefit of it. Um, so, I mean, that would be like, that's the first example that comes to mind of like a, of a change that wasn't comfortable, but one that was definitely needed. I have a bunch of <laughs> the one. The, my, the one change that I had was uh, that took that my whole world was being a mother. I mean, being one. That was a big thing. And I was so, like, not uh, ready for that. And I do not um, condone it at all. But it was definitely something I adapted to. And I made work because, you know, I wanted to be the best mother I could. And, um, you know, and, and, and still learning to be a good mom, even though she's 22, but still learning to do that and still learning to be, um, you know, uh, a better person based off of that whole experience. Um, but, yeah, you definitely can understand the change. <laughs> so, um, so we'll take another commercial break here and we will be back with more of this girl's chat so stay tuned if you're tired of hearing the same music and content every 5 10 or 15 minutes on air then check out jqlm radio for the realest rawest and most relevant variety of music talk shows and more start your days with a little bit of gospel and gospel rap from 4 a.m to 10 a.m eastern standard time Never know you to fail. You deliver me. Cause all I see to do is. Huh? Coming to break it down with that wicked and wicked style. Man, we really be living it out. Don't miss it. Then get into some hot RB. Some hip hop. A little bit of pop. And some Neo Soul for the rest of the day. JQLM Radio, real, raw, and relevant. All right, so we are back talking about anything that comes to mind, actually. <laughs> it's more of a... It's more of a girl's chat and uh, and just uh, that, yeah, that's what it is. But the thing that we've been talking about the most is change here. Um, and I guess since this is you know the end of the year, we have to be a whole another year. About to hear everybody say, "Whole new me, um, new year, new me." What was that? What was that the same? New, new me, yeah. new year, new me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what. Like, do you believe in that? <laughs> um, I, w- <laughs> I would say on some levels, yes. I mean, I think, I think it just when it's a new year, it's an opportunity for you to be able to just to kind of start fresh. So you know, for some people, that it's easier to start fresh at the beginning of the year versus kind of you know doing it in the middle because then you have like a landmark. So. I mean, now I recognize that there are quite a few of us that do New Year's resolutions, if you want to call them that, and um, they may not stick with them. I mean, I believe statistically speaking, normally by, oh, I don't remember the statistic. It just left me. But normally by like February, March, most of us have fell off. Um, I don't remember the percentage, but most of us have fell off at that point. Um, Not to say that you can't. But I mean, that's kind of pretty common for people to to fall off and not get back, you know, to maintain those 
goals that we said we were going to do. What about you? Um, I, I believe new year, new start. I don't believe we're all new creatures magically because the year has changed. Because, I mean, we, we may have changed some things about us, but we're still ourselves. I mean, we'll be the fun of changing ourselves completely. It's, you know, we are who we are. And uh, I guess I hate to hear people fool themselves into thinking they're going to be a brand new person because of a brand new year. You can mm-hmm. be brand new. You can set goals for yourself, um, have dreams and aspirations for yourself, but trying to be a whole new person, no. That's, don't do not do that. Just, you know, change some things about you because you're, you've made who you're supposed to be. Now, if you want to evolve yourself, if you want to grow and become a better human being, that's different, but you're still not new. You're still yourself. You're just changing. You're tweaking, tweaking a little bit. Just giving a little tweak, you know? Giving a little bit of a, a a makeover, but I hate when people say that sometimes. You know, me it's like, what's new about you? Know, you're still the same person. You just making some changes, so you're not a new being. Because I mean, to be a new being would be like, um, be like Jesus, I guess. I mean, you know, he's the only person I know who basically be a whole new being, but and not necessarily a whole new being. And he still was himself. He just took on a different form, so I don't know. That might be getting too deep for this conversation, but I'm just like, I, I don't know why people say that all the time. Like, I got to, I'm going to meet a new person. Like, you're you. Why would you, how, how could you be a whole new person? Like, that, that, that. I think, I think it's perspective. So I think <clears throat> you can be a new person in the sense of you're new at, the way you look at things. Um, is different than how it typically would be. It could be from the perspective of, you know, like, what is it? Every seven years, our bodies are practically new because we get all our cells are replicated, not replicated, but we've gotten all new cells, we've shaded skin and all those things. So some people might be factoring that in. Um, It could just be, I left certain things, characteristics, traits, what have you behind. And so as this new year starts, um, it, there's a new me in the sense of my outlook and how I'm going to act accordingly. So I think it can be, I mean, I think, you know, perspective is 100% your reality. So I, I can see why for some people it, it is, it could be, they could view it as new year, new me. Uh, but I also understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I know I have a weird take on things, but... I don't think you have a weird take on things. I think it's just, again, perspective. For you, you view it as you're still the same person. You just may have some new tools, new tricks, new talents, what have you. For others, it may have been something so monumental that occurred that it's almost like they're a new me. So like if I got married or if I had a child or started my career finally or, or whatever, I started college i'm an empty nester that could view that as being a new a new me yeah i can do that so do you think that how many times do you think people can change and still be um like how many chances do you think you get or do you think there's an infinite amount of chances to get to be a new being a new person Mm, I think we, we're human, so we can, we're ever evolving. Um, I mean, you shouldn't stay the same. You should be a new person um, all the time. Like, you should be evolving and becoming better and growing and all the things. Um, so it's, I don't think that there's, like, a timeline of this is, you know, you only get this amount of times, tries to shift and become somebody different. I mean, what about you? Do you think that that after yeah. a while, like, we only get so many tries to be different? Yeah. I mean, then if that was the case, then, you know, we wouldn't have any type of rehabilitation services, you know what I mean? Like, everybody is in some form of rehab. We all are trying to rehabilitate ourselves through something, you know, 
whether it's people pleasing or <clears throat> or just being, excuse me, um, superwoman. We're all trying to revive or revamp or rehab us ourselves from something that we were at one point in life. So, no, I think as long as we have breath, we got time to stay. And But, you know, I still think that we're still the same person. We're just evolving and, and becoming um, maybe yourself 2.0 or 5.0. Whatever level you're on, mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah. Um, okay. What else has been on my brain? <laughs> <laughs> well, the few things because I've been seeing stuff all over social media. People keep talking about relationships, and I get so mad at these new little comments that keep making about. Women being this, that, and the other, then they complain to the woman's head, then they, 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 nowadays. I, I don't, it's not for the, it's not for the week at all. I can't even, um, contemplate the dating thing nowadays. Like, I know you've dated more than me nowadays, but, honey, listen, I commend everybody who wants to date right now because I don't know how y'all do it. That's all I can say. I don't, I really don't know how y'all do it. So for me, I'm just sitting here like just looking at social media and like some of the stuff some of these men are saying and some of the stuff men are doing. It's like who are you and why are you so angry? And why are you so mad at women for trying to have relationships with you? <laughs> but you want a relationship with a woman, but then you don't. It's just like, I don't understand. I'm trying to get it. I really am. But I don't know. How is your dating, or how do you feel dating is going for you? Um. Well, I mean, I think it goes back to the conversation of change. So, I mean, dating, I think dating is one of those things that um, the more you do it, the thing, more that you learn about yourself. So there are some things about me that I may not have been as cognizant about when I was younger or that I won't tolerate when I was younger that I will not, you know, or that I, that I tolerate when I was younger that I won't tolerate now. So, I mean, I think as we grow, become healthier and all the things, um, that's going to shift in general. So, I mean, I get, I often hear there are no good people out here. Um, people do this, people do that. And the thing is, I don't, personally, I don't think people have necessarily changed. I think all the issues that people talk about have always been there. I think it's just because we live in a society where there's so much that's put on display that we see it more often. So like, I know I've heard the conversations of, you know, I want a relationship like my grandparents had. Well, I mean, how common is it to hear a story of grandparents that did not have healthy marriages, they just stayed together? Um, or there was infidelity, or there was abuse, or whatever. Um, I mean, I could just think of, just in my circle alone, I can think of a story for almost each one of us, how generations past were not as healthy relationship-wise as I think sometimes people portray them to be. I'm not going to sit here and say that they weren't healthy relationships back then because that would be a false statement. But I, I don't, I think just people are difficult. <laughs> we're complicated beings, sometimes unnecessarily complicated. Majority of the time, unnecessarily complicated. And when you're putting two people together to, to kind of, or however many, to make a relationship work, if people aren't compromising, having open, honest conversations, being real with themselves, being a whole person before you even decide to get into a relationship with someone, I think it creates problems. Um, and sometimes just being honest with ourselves of, sometimes we just, we're not good at picking the people that we decide to entertain. We may see a red flag, yellow flag, and we ignore it or my favorite thing, I can change them, which you can't do that. <laughs> so 
I feel like that was a very long-winded answer, but I, I think, I'm not going to say dating is easy, but I think the reality is dating has never been easy, easy. I think when you're younger, because you just developmentally, when you're in your 20s, you're still figuring out who you are as a human. Your brain doesn't even stop growing until you're 25 to 27. So, of course, that is going to look different than when you're in your 30s or when you're in your 40s. Even if you are married to someone in your 20s and you're still married in your 30s, 40s, 50s, so on and so forth, it's still going to look different because you're a different person. True. True. I mean, I, I said, I keep, I keep saying I want to get out here and start dating and see what's out here in the world. I'm trying to see this the more I sit back, the more I look at other people's stuff, I'm like, ooh, wee. I don't know if I'm built for it tough. Because, like you said, it was, it, I mean, dating in general has always been difficult. Okay. Dating has always been something that's never been um, easy to do. Because you always got to, you got to learn somebody else. You got to get to know them, their family, whatever, 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 whatever. So it's like now, I mean, just looking at um, somebody post who has another radio show and podcast. Some of the stuff he puts is just so ridiculous. <laughs> like something he put what a week ago said something about um he post he put red flags. He didn't say anything, but he put red flags on this woman's post. Basically she was saying that um she can't make you know her baby daddy be a good father. He he chose not to be a good father. Um in a, in a roundabout way, this is what the text. I mean, I could pull it up, but it takes me longer than we have because we only got, what, five minutes left in the segment. I mean, in the show, but basically he was throwing up these red flags and it's a red flag because this woman said, you know, yes, I, I laid down with this man, but he turned out to be the opposite of what he said. He didn't turn out to be a good father. He's actually far from a good father. And, you know, he just put red flags there and he, all these people are commenting and this one guy said, oh, yeah, when you lay down and have a child with somebody, you know, you basically are, are giving him the milk for free. I said, what the frip does that have to do with him being a good father? Because if you both consensual adults lay down and have sex, you know, chances are you could have a baby. And so you have a choice to be an adult <laughs> to either take on that responsibility or run. And most of the time, some men do run. And the mentality of some of these men nowadays is like, oh, I'm going to run. And um, because I didn't necessarily want a baby, but just like the woman did too. Oh, so I really wanted to have a baby with you. Really? So some of the stuff he posts is irritating me. And I've been thinking to myself, he's always talking about he's out here trying to help people find relationships. And um, to me, some of the stuff he says is like, you're not promoting relationships. You're actually doing the opposite of promoting relationships. And just like, um, what's his name, Derek Tom's or whatever his name? Yeah, he's getting a divorce. So, of course, people have something to say about that, too, because they're like, oh, he was doing all his relationships. Like, he can't even keep his relationship together. Well, two people decided to get married. Two people decided that it wasn't going to work. They're adults enough to walk away. Okay, fine. But who are we to judge that situation? But a lot of people go to him for relationship advice. <laughs> and it's like... So now you're you're what not gonna date because he has ended in divorce. I mean, just like that's what I'm saying. This the work the way the world is set up now and the difference and like you said, everything is out and open, everything is on social media, everything is everywhere for anybody to see. It is almost making it impossible not to want to date. But I'm gonna try. Twenty twenty three, I'm gonna get back out there. <laughs> I think. So I'll say this, um, in response to the first thing that you said, uh, someone else, another one of my friends brought that up. And my response to that person was, you're reading this article, you're reading what this person has to say, and it's frustrating you. And you're engaging in a conversation with someone that you have repeatedly said frustrates you because you don't agree with their views. So my response to that person was, just stop. Because at the end of the day, all, I mean, a lot of people say that they're relationship gurus or they're helping make relationships and all that. And I'm not saying that they don't, but there's there are specific people that they market to. So, I mean, like with the whole Derek Jackson thing, I get that. Um, I mean, the reality is 
I'm a marriage family therapist and I'm divorced. So, I mean, you could very easily say, well, why should I listen to her when it comes to relationships? Because she didn't maintain her marriage. So, I mean, I think it's relationships are hard, but being human is hard. And I think it's very important to make sure that when you're dating, to use discernment. It's very important to make sure to know what are your non-negotiables. It's very important to have standards. It's very important to be mindful of who you have a child with. Um, yes, you can vet someone and they can still turn out to be somebody completely different than what you thought they were going to be. I'm not going to sit here and say that that doesn't happen because it does. But I think a lot of times we don't always do our due diligence when we get connected with people. And not even in just romantic relationships, but like friendships and all those things, part business partnerships and all those things that sometimes we don't listen to our discernment when it's saying, mm, that's not a good idea. Or mm, that's a red flag. And you've always, your pattern is you go after those type of people. So is it you that needs to reevaluate how you move? Um, but I feel like that's another conversation for another day because I know we don't have much time. Girl, no, we don't. And I guess that's <laughs> going to be the part two to this. So we'll talk about that next time because. That's another thing that grinds my gears. So we're going to talk about dating in 2023, what it should look like. How about that? But <laughs> <laughs> so I guess for the last what, minute or so, any other nuggets you want to drop so we can plug our business? And, um, I would say um, we have a lot of very exciting things that we have in store for 2023. Um, so make sure that you are signed up for our newsletter and you pay attention to our social media and all the things um, because it's gonna, the goal is just to help all of us just be better humans so that we can just get our acts together. It's a lot going on in the world and any assistance is always great to help you be a better human. Yeah, yeah. So being a better human is great. <laughs> So if we do not have our website, www.empowerlivingme.net, please join the newsletter on there. Um, you can follow us on social media, all of them, except for Twitter, at, um, at empowerlivingme. On Twitter, is at empowerlivingme. Uh, and instead of so it's just empowerlivingme. Um, I think that's about it. But yes, so great girl chat. We will be continuing this again. And um, everybody have a great week. And yes. we will see you next week. Bye. Have an amazing week. Bye.